Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of American Grit. And I got to tell you, we've had a lot of great people on this show, a lot of interesting, provocative conversations that we've had. Uh, today, we've got something I think is going to be really special for all of you. And what I got to say, like, I've got an individual that is a best selling author, an award winning keynote speaker, a former Green Beret officer. And the CEO and executive director of one of the most incredible organizations that I've had the a pleasure of working with myself here at Grunstyle, um, and what they're doing for veteran entrepreneurs within our community. I'd like to welcome to the show Jason Van Camp. Hello, my friend. How's it going? Tim, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. It's an uh, honor to be here, my man. Absolutely. Looking forward to this for a long time. <laughs> right on. And you know, we first met through um, your Warrior Rising program, uh, we had offered up some space here in San Antonio. You guys are coming down here, for, I yeah. believe it was the first time. Yeah, first time ever in San Antonio was last September, and uh, we did a big event here, business showers, what we call the, our events, and uh, you guys sponsored the whole thing, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was quite the event. Uh, you know, I, it, it reminded me of like a veteran shark tank. Yeah. Uh, you had some, you know, really interesting um you know business ideas uh, of, of individuals coming from active duty to reservists to oh man there's a warrant officer <laughs> yeah it was who knew warrant officer did anything right, right? Right. I'm like oh so that's what this guy was doing he spent his entire listening coming up with business <laughs> ideas <laughs> but it was fantastic to see you know all of the thought that uh, a lot of these people are are are, are generating the answering consumer demands consumer needs uh bringing forth you know you know, new and innovative ideas for 501c3 work and how, you know, we're uh, approaching veteran needs and issues within our community. That's all happening within Warrior Rising and the and the people that you're bringing to the conversation. It's fantastic. Now, what, like, how did it all start? Absolutely. So we help veterans find their purpose again. That's what it's all about. You know, and it started uh, for me when I retired from, I medically retired from the military a few years short of uh, of 20. You know, I came down with a seizure disorder and and uh, got, gradually got worse and worse and worse. And eventually they're like, Jason, you can't deploy, you can't shoot, you can't even drive a car, you're gonna have to get out of here. And so it was really disappointing for me mm -hmm. to hear that. Um, it was time to turn the page and go and do something different. And my mother used to tell me when I was young, she said, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And I looked around at what my buddies were doing, a lot of them had started businesses. And a lot of them were making millions of dollars already. And I said, man, if these guys can do it, so can I. Right. And so I started a business thinking, hey, I'm going to start something I'm knowledgeable about and passionate about. And I said, well, I spent the last 20 plus years, including school and doing leadership and military and became a Green Beret and been to combat several times. Um, pretty good at that. And I'm pretty knowledgeable about that. And, and I'm most proud of my relationships. So the guys that I served with, Green Berets, you know, Navy SEALs, Rangers, Marines, Medal of Honor guys I knew, uh, and I looked up to, I said, if, what if we got all these guys together on the same team? And I recruited all my buddies, all these guys. And I said, let's find some clients. And we started, luckily enough, we found some clients in the NFL and uh, the New York Jets were our first ever client and oh, yeah. uh, eventually led to other contracts. And, and the Oakland Raiders were, um, were next on the list. And as we were working with them, I brought out a ton of vets to be instructors, to be role players. And, you know, I'd pay them and great to see them again. Great to have them back on a team. A lot of these guys were wounded guys. One guy was blind, you know, amputees, some of them triple amputees. And and after the event was over with the Raiders, we were sort of celebrating a little bit, hanging out. And, and guys were saying, you know, well, I'd ask them, you know, how's everything going? 
because I'm an officer, man. That's what we do, yeah. right? What can I do for you? It's been ingrained in us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and guys are telling me, JC, you know, like we get a large disability check from the government. You know, there's charities that take us hunting and fishing. You know, there's a, one guy said there's a charity that built a handicap accessible home for him. I was like, fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. And I looked at everybody's faces and when room was silent, the guys just kind of looked at me like, nah, man. And, and one person actually kind of stood up and said, it's not that great, Jason. I said, well, it sounds pretty good to me. Like, what's going on? They said, well, we never asked for any of this stuff. Yeah. You're right. We go hunting, we go fishing, we have a great time. We come back home, nothing's changed for us. The guy who had a home built for him, he's like, you know what? I came back home. They called me a hero. I didn't feel like a hero. They built a home for me. They never asked me if I wanted a home. I don't even want to go inside my home because I wanted to earn it myself. I want to do it myself. Yeah. You know, just like when I was in the military, I wanted to earn. I wanted to be deserving of this. Yeah, and there's a lot of, to lot of dignity taken away in, in exactly. these things. Exactly. Yeah. And there's pride and ego that's associated with that. And there's a purpose to that. And uh, I heard them. And I, and I felt it, you know, felt the emotion, felt it in my heart. I said, well, guys, what do you want me to do about it? And they said, well, it comes down to purpose, Jay. How did you find your purpose when you left the military? We know you've had this seizure disorder. And I said, I started a business. You know, gave me a chance to be creative, gave me a chance to to grind and to work and to find myself and do just something different, something that's hard. I get a chance to bring you guys back on our team. I get to add value to my clients. I get to make money for my team, for my company, for my family. That's my purpose. Yeah. And the guys that were with us sort of after this event was over, the vast majority of them said, we want to feel that same way too. And I said, well, what are you talking about? We want to start businesses. Who wants to start a business? Tim, everybody... Rose their hand, raise their hand up. They're like, I want to start a business. And I said, okay, well, let's talk about this. What do you want to start? And most of the ideas were the worst ideas you've ever heard in life, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just like, yeah. guys, please don't do it's this. It's all barracks talk. Like, oh, man, I'm going to start this great <laughs> whatever company. <laughs> and I would tell, I'd give them suggestions and advice. Like, well, don't do that because of this, that, and the other thing. And they would say, fantastic. I'm glad you told me that because I would have spent my life savings. You know, I'm a Marine. I'm a SEAL. I don't know the definition of the word quit. I'd keep going down this road until it was clear it was over and I'd, I'd be bankrupt and lost. And some of the ideas were really good. And I said, you should do this, yeah. you know? And um, the guys had really good ideas. They would start asking me follow-on questions. Well, how do I do this? How do I do that? And, you know, how about you give me some money? Can you invest in me? Can I have $50,000? You know what? You can be my COO. Let's move to Tampa together. And I'm like, let's pump the brakes a little bit here. You know, I'm not doing any of that. Well, why not? You said it was a good idea. I'm like, yeah, it's a good idea, but you got to put it in the work. And then also, you know, you got to show me your business plan and your pro forma, your operating agreement, your SWOT analysis. Started going through the list of all these business kind of uh, items and terms and so forth. And and guys were like, man, what, what are you talking about? Right, right. And I'm like, well, if you don't know what that stuff is, don't start a business. Right. And right. like, well, can you just give me your shit and I'll copy it? And I was like, it doesn't work like that, man. <laughs> you know. And they said, well, what do I do? I'm like, listen, you're smart, man. Google some stuff, figure it out. Let's go celebrate. And we finished up and we had a great night. We hung out, we, we partied. It was a great end to a contract. And then uh, I came back home. I started thinking about these conversations. And I was like, you know what? I was giving these guys tough love, which they need. Mm -hmm. I think that's what a lot of nonprofits don't understand is how to speak to a veteran. You know, uh, But maybe I was a little too curt. Maybe I was a little too blunt. Maybe I was too, a little too hard on these guys because they were really asking me for help. And uh, these conversations, these thoughts continued in my mind for, for months. And eventually I said, you know what? I'm in a position to do something and I'm going to do something. And so I, I created Warrior Rising. 
you know, as a, as a nonprofit. I had no idea what I was doing as far as a nonprofit goes. I have no experience in a 501c3 in the nonprofit world. And um, I got some smart people on my team and uh, we started asking questions. The veterans, what do you want? What is your definition of success? Where do you want to be? And based on the answers that we received, we pivoted the organization to where we're at right now. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've helped over 16,000 veterans start businesses since our inception. And it's been about eight years, almost eight years. And uh, we've raised millions of dollars. Hopefully we'll be at $4 million alone this year. It's sort of the goal. So we're not a huge nonprofit, but we're, we're up there. And um, we help veterans and their immediate family members find their purpose again through business ownership. And right. uh, Style, you guys have been a huge part of that last year and hopefully continue in the future. And we're really proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, being a, a, a business person myself, right? And, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I listening to that whole story, I was going back in my own memories of, you know, the, of this whole path of where we've gone, come from to where we are today. Yeah. And my gosh, I, I remember like, you know, hey, Tim, what's a cock? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're the operations <laughs> guy. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like trying to, you know, figure out all that and, uh, you know, and, and trying to plug everything together and, and, and being behind the power curve on, on all of it. Right. And, uh, not having any understanding of business, but at the same time, like it was easy. Like once you're in it and you're like, you're like, okay, well I'm catching my stride and you know, I'm going to take some lumps and, uh, you know, some failures along the way. But as long as I'm okay with uh, being a, you know, a failure in certain aspects and, and learn from those things, I'm, I, I could be comfortable with that. I can continue this mission. I can continue on. Um, and my goodness, like, you know, I, the the just the journey alone in a, a relatively short period of time 10 years it seems like a lifetime mm. a lifetime of learning uh an education that you know i take every opportunity i can for anybody that's ever asking for help like yes let me sit down because i didn't have that when i was coming up in the business there was no peer group of mine i was like you know thrown in the deep end and like figure it out because uh you know, I got a hundred thousand shirts that need to be made this month. Oh, okay, well, right on. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Um, but you know, the the things that you sixteen thousand individuals you service through your organization and, and and sent them on their ways of becoming incredible entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of the the next greatest generation, mm. right? You know. Throughout all the American conflict in the modern era, right, we've seen veterans come back from these conflicts and, and be great contributors to their to their time in society. And I believe that we're seeing a lot of that with the GWAT veteran, probably more so than we've seen in other conflicts other than World War II. Um, and I think, you know, you're a part of that story. You're a massive part of that story. 16,000 individuals uh, you, you, you've put through this program. What are your thoughts on on you know this generation of the warfighter that's now coming into you know business and really carving out a place for themselves in this incredible American economy that we have that is so diverse, so challenging, um, and you know, you know we're on the edges of coming into a new industrial revolution. You know what does that look like in the future for for these uh, uh, soon to be veterans? Well, it's fantastic and it's inspiring and it's true. Like just look at the statistics. Veterans are starting businesses at unprecedented rates. You know, we haven't seen since World War II. So that's 
That's one thing. Mm. Um, being a part of that, being riding that wave with these veterans is, is something that is so fun and it's so enriching because you're helping someone help themselves. You're not doing it for them, right? And in the process of seeing them do this, right, they're finding themselves, they're finding their purpose, they're helping other people, they're hiring other veterans, they're making money, right? And they're helping the country and the economy. And so there are a few ways to do this. One is you got an idea on the back of a napkin, right? Grunt style was an idea on the back of a napkin at one point. There's also franchises. And veterans are really good at franchises because essentially what happens is, is you um, put up some money up front to get the franchise and the franchise will support you every step of the way and you get essentially a checklist. And vets are amazing at following orders, yeah. like following this checklist. Task oriented. Like, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. Fantastic. Oh, and some, I got a safety net behind me. Somebody's going to help me out along the way. Awesome. Buying existing businesses. This is something that often gets overlooked, you know, because so many plumbers and electricians right now, their company, these guys are, you know, getting ready to retire. 60 years old or something. They've had a very successful career. They built their businesses. Um, they, they make millions of dollars a year. It's hard work. Yeah. And they're looking for people to turn these businesses over to, and they can't find anyone, right? Veterans are perfect for this. You want a job you can step right in right away and start making millions of dollars a year? Here's your opportunity. Or, you know, you've started a business and it's a good idea, but you sort of got lost along the way. You don't know how to scale it. You need some help. We help people like that too. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, for-profit businesses mainly, but we also help nonprofit businesses. But I would warn anybody with the nonprofit world, it's five times as hard as the for-profit world, in my opinion. I've got a for-profit business and I've got my head in a number of for-profit businesses. Nonprofit businesses is yeah. so much harder. It's uh, it's full of regulations. <laughs> you think it's easy to raise money. Let me tell you, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not. You better have some thick skin and, and, and get comfortable <laughs> with the word no a lot. <laughs> comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how it goes. The uh, Yeah, the, we, you know, I've only recently started to understand these pains and pressure points uh, with the, you know, the uh, Grunstall Foundation. Yeah. And my goodness, like the, the, the amount of education that I'm having to put myself through in a very short order period of time, uh, it's, uh, it's immense. It's a, there's a lot to understand. Uh, and then, you know, the building the relationships of going out and, you know, going to some people that you, you call friends and be like, hey, man. Want to, want to throw some money into the foundation? Yeah, I know. You know. I got this great program, and it's just not funded right now, you know, and I'm having our yeah, <laughs> And that's, 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 a, that's been something that's uh, been difficult for me to do as an individual. Yeah. Um, in, in my own personal thing. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's one of those growth moments. Um, you know, when you're – so 16,000 people, what does that pipeline look like? How, if I'm, if I'm a, a, an active duty sergeant in the Marine Corps and I'm yeah. coming up on the end of my enlistment – and I have this great idea, um, you know, for you know something that's going to revolutionize, um, you know, buffing floors. Okay, <laughs> we are nothing. Right there. Okay. We are <laughs> nothing better at, at, at uh, you know being you know, floor reclamation specialists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, say I've got I've got this idea, whatever that idea is, and you know, I, I just don't know how to put all those pieces together. How do I find you? Okay, so well, how do you create your pipeline? So this is how it works. 
First, we market ourselves, and we market ourselves on our social media platform. We've got a special relationship with the VA newsletter. We go on Fox News with Joey Jones, who's a special, you know, close personal friend of mine, um, and other avenues that we use, other other verticals we use for uh, marketing purposes mm-hmm. and partnerships with you guys, being on podcasts like this, for example, telling people about Warrior Rising. Once the word is out, we try to funnel people, direct people to um, what we call the Warrior Rising mobile app. And what that is, is it's just, it's just an app you can download on your phone. Mm. And once you download it, there's a registration page. It's pretty robust, right? And there's some questions that we ask you. Um, we want your DD-214 or your, your ID just to make sure you are who you say you are. What branch should you serve? Where, like, what's your age? Like, oh, tons of questions. As you go through that, you get access to the Warrior Academy. It's a 40-video curriculum. It translates to the military decision-making process military operations order into a business model. And so it helps somebody who's like, I don't know like this business term. People keep talking about COGS, for example. What does that mean? You know what I mean? So we translate it in a way that's uh, relatable and easily digestible for veterans. And as they go through this, um, module by module, there's homework, there's things we ask them to do, there's things that they have to create. Ultimately, at the end, they're going to create a pitch deck, right? Because- Whenever you have a business, you're going to have to pitch it to somebody. If it's a client or an investor or somebody else, you know. Uh, so that's the end state. As you're going through the Warrior Academy, we have a coaching session. It happens once a month. And that's a live deal where you can ask a question. And as you're going through Warrior Academy, you're like, hey, I don't understand this part. Or I'm stuck here. I'm confused here. Or maybe you haven't gone through the Warrior Academy yet. You've just signed up. And you're like, hey, listen, how do I get started? Well, we have experts coaches and mentors, lawyers, you know, on our call, this live call, and we have breakout rooms where we can isolate the two of you or a group of you, and you can ask these questions. Awesome. The third way is every month we have a mentoring session. And so we have an industry expert give us a class, you know, a university level type class on a specific subject, whether it's marketing or operations or finance or whatever. And then we have some breakout rooms after where you can ask some questions. And that's that's really special also. Um, when you graduate from the Warrior Academy, we give you a certificate and we promote you essentially, advance you to the Vet to CEO program. The Vet to CEO, uh, they were another nonprofit that we acquired two years ago and we've incorporated, implemented their uh, curriculum into our own. So they have a, a nine-week live virtual uh, course that veterans go through after the Warrior Academy where they can do it live or they can watch the recording after the fact. And then at conclusion of the Vet CEO course, sort of our advanced or master's program, then we'll ask anybody that's interested to submit a video and their pitch deck for consideration to attend a business shower. So a business shower is something, honestly, that Elon Musk come up with. Yeah. It's similar to a baby shower, a bridal shower. It's an opportunity for our veterans, our vetrepreneurs, veteran entrepreneurs to get everything they could possibly need to succeed in business. And so we'll select between five and 20 veterans for a business shower. And again, they've they've earned it. They've gone through everything. They've, they deserve everything that we were giving them. They've done everything we've asked them to do. Um, and we'll invite them at no cost. And everything at Warrior Rising is no cost. It's completely free. You know, we don't ask the veterans for anything. And they will fly them to a certain location and we put them up in a hotel. Always a really nice hotel, uh, you know, first class treatment and everything. 
and then we'll give them things that they need for their business. Mm -hmm. For example, it could be a custom business suit, laptop computer, a website, search engine optimization, uh, headshots, freshly done marketing videos by Nick Palmashano and Diesel Jack Media. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's specific people they need to be introduced to. Sometimes it's they need investors. Sometimes they need clients. Sometimes they just need grant money. And so we give them what they need and it's sort of customized. So it's not a one size fits all deal. It's say, what do you need as a business? You know, or I've already got a laptop. Do you really need this laptop? I don't. Okay, we'll give you other things that make sense for you specifically. Right. And uh, when they come to this business shower, they get a chance to do all this and network and work with their mentors. And there's a pitch competition, similar to Shark Tank, like you saw in San Antonio here uh, last year. And there's uh, a series of judges and they'll listen to the pitches and then determine a champion. And then that night we have a, a big fundraising reception, a, a gala, a, you know, dinner sort of thing. And we'll announce the winner and give them a big check and they can say a few words and, and that's it. So it's, uh, we're pretty good at those events. That's, oh yeah. I'd say so. At. I'd say a top notch, sir. Like the, the San Antonio event at the Tobin center. Man, what a wow. location. Yeah. It was, um, it was like, I wa I've never been to the Tobin center up yeah. to that point. Right. So I was getting a new experience to begin with. And it's just a great, a great facility. Um, but walking in to see how you guys have, uh, have really utilized the space. Um, and you know, uh, yeah, I think it was like a big motorcycle when you walked in, or was it eight, yeah. the ATV or something? Some some motorized vehicle. Yeah, uh, my memory's not as good as it used to be, but uh, and I think uh, we had both for that one. Yeah, yeah, and then the the, the whole runner program. Nick Palmashano was the guest, uh, the guest, or the, the MC, the, the MC. Yeah, Nick, which is great. Always behind the microphone. <laughs> yeah, give that guy a mic. He, he'll crush it. <laughs> and it's fun because we do a big raffle. We give away a bunch of stuff. Everybody's yeah. drinking open bar, all you can eat, you know, sort of thing. And uh, and you're filling the house with recognized people, right? So, oh, yeah. you know, this is like this is like the mega of uh, the mega event of of networking, right? Like it's just people sitting at my table. There's Nate Boyer and oh yeah, uh, you know, Paul Machado was there. Uh, Tim know, Kennedy came uh, down. Kennedy, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rob O'Neill came for that one. Yeah, um, I mean, you had a butt cut. You, Black Tim Jackson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was Black Rifle at that one? I think. Um, see, maybe they uh, were. Jack, Jack Mandeville. Oh, uh, Jack was there. there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Jack was so, there. Yeah. He's so, yeah. So it's uh, it's cool that you know those these veterans are getting that exposure, right? So you yeah. know, you're now not only are you getting you know the the classes through the Warrior Program uh, and the you know, the Vet the CEO, and you're getting the exposures of you know certified business leaders, right? Yeah. But now in these you know, showering events like now you get to interface with some of the the you know, the, the most successful within the the space that have you know really done an incredible thing of getting their name out there and and, and bringing forth a business or an idea um, you know to the forefront of mainstream and they're getting able to rub elbows with those people and having some very intimate conversations which is totally fantastic. Oh man, if, oftentimes veterans will go back to and they'll say, Jason, uh, of all the things that you did for us. Number one, thank you. But number two, the networking was the most beneficial for us. Yeah. Like Frank Mentow with Crayons yeah. Ready to Eat. He met you last year and you guys bought like $30,000 worth of his product or, yeah. so, or we whatever were, it was. We put him in uh, our, our our Norfolk uh, yeah. grand opening. That was fantastic. Uh, but th these are the things that you you never know what's going to happen, right? Uh, you know, uh, of, of just an opportunity of, of being in the right place at the right time. Um, you know, people call it luck. Some people call it uh, destiny, <laughs> but you know, there's probably a little bit of all of that. It, it, you hit the nail on the head with opportunity. You know, my my coach in, in uh, college used to say, "Life is a series of opportunities 
and we make of those opportunities is what determines your success in life. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that's what Warrior Rising does. We don't do it for you. We don't create your business for you. We give you an opportunity to be successful, and it's up to you to take it. And I pattern the entire platform, everything we do after, you know, elite special operations courses like like Ranger School or Special Forces qualification course. You know, like you volunteered to do it. Nobody's forcing you to be here. And once you're here, it's on you. Yeah. I'm not holding your hand. I'm not yelling at you, nor am I giving you positive encouragement, really. It's up to you to do it. I'm going to just give you blunt, honest feedback on yeah. how you're doing. How often, uh, of the pool of people that you've pushed through, like, do you do you see special operators or the special forces people operating at different levels uh, or capabilities of, of, of coming to a business idea than conventional forces? Or is it pretty much... You know, uh, we're all the same mindset. We're operating, you know, uh, you know, with this task-oriented uh, style that we we've, that is imprinted from the military on us. Like, how does that dichotomy work? Yeah, that's an interesting question. You would think so, and it's almost counterintuitive that it's not that way. Uh, but this is what I've seen uh, in the veteran community. Not every veteran is created equal. Yeah. Number one, right? Um, number two, I've seen the NCOs. Um, come to me with phenomenal products. Hey, I made this in my garage, or hey, I want to do this. And it's like, damn, you should do this. You're going to make a ton of money. And this is a great idea. It's going to help a lot of people. I'm like, okay, well, how do I do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I have the officers come to me, and they're like, hey, listen, I wrote this business plan. It's 75 pages long. You know, it's absolutely, every T is crossed, I is dotted. It looks beautiful. And it's like, that's a pretty great strategy. It's a pretty great idea. And then the officer's like, all right, well, who's going to do this for me? Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it's just like, all right, well, let me do this. Let me introduce the officer to the NCO and you guys combine forces just like you did in the military and go crush the world, conquer the world. And so I've seen that. Um, the Green Beret guys that uh, I've seen, they're, they're all very cautious, you know, and, um, you know, close hold. They kind of put their arms out, like try to, you know, like they don't want to share their secrets or tell anybody what's going on. And that's to their detriment. Sure. Uh, the Navy SEALs crush it because for whatever reason, they all help each other out. Nobody's trying to steal anybody's idea. Nobody's trying to undermine. Nobody's trying to do anything. They're like, oh, you got something? Let me get you going, and I'll introduce you, you know, open arms to all the people that I know. Yeah. And that's really special that I've seen. I'm probably not all of them do that, but from an outsider's a Green Beret looking at what they do, I'm like, man, they do it right. They, they've got a good system. The Marine guys are, I want to get down in the dirt, in the mud, and just grind and work. Yeah. And I'm like, man, these guys are awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love, I just love the idea that you put Marines in the category of special operations because I do believe that to be true. I've got so many Marines that work for me and that have, like, they, they're vetchpreneurs in, in our program and love those guys, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a unique breed. You know, I've had the, you know, the luxury here at Gunstyle for many, many years of uh, leading incredible veterans, right? And, and um, you know, from all, all, all services, I don't, the only people I don't think we've had in this business is anybody from Space Force, but I'm sure oh, it's, coming. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Right. No Coast Guard. Uh, Space Force, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, there is something about that, that work ethic amongst the Marine Corps though. I mean, I think you, you, you identified it. It's, there is a, a sense of, of just head down and I'm going to grind it out until I, I reach an end state. And, um, you know, and that's not to say that, you know, other branches of the military are not doing right. that, right? It's, but it's just a little unique in, in the sense of, you know, you see it, I see it, I've talked to other people about it. Yeah. And, you know, within their organizations and they, and they see the a, a general same 
pattern of behavior. Right. Um, and, and I don't know if that's due to the immense discipline that uh, is imprinted upon the Marine Corps or Marines that you're going through basic training and, you know, uh, subsequent training and then fleet. Um, and maybe it is, I don't know, but it is something that stands out just a little bit different amongst Marines and other, other branches of the military. I would say they stand out. Number one, I would say, I don't want to stereotype and say all Marines are like this or all yep. Navy SEALs are like this. It's not teachers. Like I said, each veteran is, is different. They're not all created equal, right? But for the most part, the Marines that I've worked with have all had this amazing work ethic, right? And they don't have, the ones I've worked with don't have that sense of entitlement. Um, at the same time, to their detriment, they all haven't been the great marketers either. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like sort of the, the mindset of, hey, we don't talk about ourselves. We don't talk about our accomplishments or accolades and so forth. Um, whereas Navy SEALs are really good at that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yes, absolutely. I think we've read all the books. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic at that. And that's a good thing because when they get up, they call it it's like, sea stories. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, uh, what are some of the um, the most memorable people that have come through your program over the years? And are they still operating their business today? And you know, what does that look like? Well, we have uh, all the veterans gone through our program. They've all um, found success on some level, and for for many of them, it's realizing, "Hey, I shouldn't do this. Mm. Or, this is not who I am. This is not my personality. I'm not an entrepreneur. I should go work for somebody." Okay, great. We'll help you get connected with the right people to do that. Uh, we've had 22 uh, multi-million dollar companies that have uh, started with us, so in our portfolio that we're all very proud of. Oh wow! Um, the first cohort of veterans we helped, six vets. Right, and um, one of those guys is named Justin Clapsaddle, and I'll tell his story from time to time because I'm just proud of him, man. I just love his, I, you know, what he's done. So uh, I went to West Point with him as we were true freshmen, and he got out and he went back. He enlisted. He got a West Point left and enlisted in the uh, uh, 82nd Airborne, right? And so we did that for a while, and we sort of stayed in touch and everything. And I saw that he was. Uh, he learned, he was a principal at a school in North Carolina and he learned how to forge knives. And he was showing off his knives on Facebook or whatever and it looked pretty cool. He's like, ah, I'm not very good yet, but I want people to see what I'm doing. I was mm-hmm. like, these are pretty cool knives. And so I said, hey man, I'm starting this nonprofit. We're helping veterans start businesses. I'd love for you to, to join and, and um, be a part of the first group. He's like, shucks, man, sure, I'll do it. You know, like he's <laughs> country backwoods, yeah. you know, this good old boy. I love, love him to death. So, um. He said, what should I do? You know, and I was like, well, man, you got to get a story, you know, because there's a lot of knife makers out there, a lot of grinders out there. What are you going to do differently? He's like, hey, old man, I don't know. You know, so <laughs> I started, I was like, well, think about it. Think about a story. Like, what sets you apart? What, you, what could you do differently? And around this time, I was getting out of the military, and I thought about my second deployment, and um, my Humvee hit an IED and got completely catastrophically destroyed. And... Um, I was pretty sure that the the hole was still, you know, at Fort Carson somewhere, you know? So I th- said to myself, I wonder if I could get some metal from that that Humvee and give it to Justin, and then Justin could turn it into, like, a pretty cool knife. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I came up with this idea, and I told Justin about it. He said, well, man, I'll have to make some Damascus steel in there, man. Make it real cool. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you do it, you know? And so um, we started thinking, what if we made knives um, out of material that was once part of vehicles that that were in actual combat engagements 
And so uh, I was able to find a World War II Sherman tank that fought in the Battle of the Bulge and get some old scrap metal from from this tank. And we started looking at helicopters from Vietnam and, you know, some uh, a World War II Jeep that Justin found. And he started making these knives, you know, out of this this material that were once part of these vehicles. And now it has a story. Now it's just, it's not just a knife. Right. You know, it's it's, right. it's history. It's like, uh, it's like Apple, right? Watch anybody that... Um handles an Apple phone or an Apple product. Yeah. They they handle it with a little bit more care and, you know, just something different. They, and with a Lenovo, they'll throw it across the room, right? They'll treat it like <laughs> shit. Why? Because there's there's a story, right? There's yeah. that, that story that leads to a, a higher perceived value that this device, this right. Apple, is made better than a Samsung device and it needs to be treated better, right? And then you think of stories of like, Steve Jobs, when he sit there, and I don't know if you read this his story, but he would sit and just rub his finger on the corner of the phone for hours and just be like, "I don't like, I don't like the curvature of this." Really, and and that's you know how the development of the iPhone was you know, really going through all those substantial changes. Interesting, right? So you got quirks, you've got all these different things that are you know just coming into what makes a product a story or something bigger. Why does Apple product gets treated much differently than the Samsung product? And it's because of these stories, right, that make the things bigger. Grunt style, right? Let's think of Grunt style. You know, it's it's a it's a patriotic apparel brand. But what makes Grunt style different? Well, it's got a bunch of combat veterans that are you know in, involved in this thing, and we're speaking with authenticity, and we're telling a story that is separate uh, and different differentiates from other people that are selling patriotic apparel. And you know that's what gravitates people to those things. So uh, I love that you know. That's the the mentorship that's going into these these individuals and the programs. And I got to tell you, I've got a, bol- a knife from the Battle of Bulge, right? You, yeah. you gifted me at the, the at San, Antonio. San Antonio, yeah. And I treat that knife much differently than I treat. I'm a big knife collector. Um, you know, I've got I've got some really cool uh, military blades that I've collected over the years, uh, but that one I I treat it a little bit differently that makes because me happy. it comes from a significant piece of steel and a significant battle from a battle far far away in time. Mm. And you know that has, and, and that's the difference. Um, that makes me happy to hear. Yeah, just as a testimony from a guy, he get he uh, sold one of those knives to. He's like, yeah, my grandfather fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was in armor division. Um, I'm not sure if the metal in the knife that I just bought from him is from his tank or not. But by God, every time somebody walks in my house, I pull this knife out and I show him this yeah. knife and I tell my grandfather's story and his legacy, and his memory lives on. You know, and to me, that's what it's all about. That gives me chills just knowing that that happened and that affected somebody in such a significant way. Yeah. Because we're all going to die at some point and you want your, your kids and your grandkids to remember you and have your legacy live on and tell stories about you. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about stories and, and living on um, in, in the memory of those stories, 20-year war. Yeah, uh, Dan Blakely, uh, Tom Amenta, uh, Bo Simmons put together this yeah. incredible, incredible exhibit that is celebrating uh, the 20 years of conflict of, of Afghanistan, and uh, you're you're bar- you're part of that. Yeah, they they were gracious enough to ask me, and I I accepted. I didn't think I deserved the honor, but I accepted. I'm I'm happy to be a part of that. Yeah, so um, yeah, we've been hosting uh, that exhibit here at Grunt Style uh, at the San Antonio office. So if you're ever down here visiting, make sure you come and check it out. It is quite, quite fascinating uh, and really puts a a spotlight on some incredible individuals like uh, Jason here that um, 
you've done wonderful uh, things in service and continue to do uh, things outside of service and giving back to the community and, and being a positive aspect of that. Um, how, like, how did that whole thing happen? Like, how did they, they reached out to you, right? <laughs> well, I've known Tala Mensa for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was part of uh, Ranger Up with Nick Palmashano, we connected and I was still in the military and uh, they were just up the street. So I wanted to go see what they're all about. And, and uh, Tom and I became friends. And Tom reached out to me and he said, hey, I'm with Dan Blakely. I'm like, I know Dan. I, I just did a contract with him for Mission Six Zero. We did a big thing with his company. And, and uh, Dan was like, I want to, and Tom, they said, I, we want to create this business and go around and interview these veterans and so forth. I said, you guys would be perfect for uh, Warrior Rising. You know, why don't you guys come out and pitch? And uh, the next business hour was in Salt Lake City. So they pitched in Salt Lake City and uh, they uh, came in second place. They won $20,000. So we gave him a grant. I introduced him to um, my publisher who just, uh, his name is Andy Simmons, Ballast Books. They just published my first book, Delivered Discomfort. And uh, that's who they went with. And um, they're like, hey, we want to interview you and take a couple pictures. I was like, guys, we don't have a lot of time. All right, let's do, let's do a quick interview. <laughs> you know, let's take a, so we on the roof of the hotel we were at. And they took some pictures of me and um, they selected one that actually looks pretty good, I, I, I thought. I mean, Quite regal. I take some bad pictures, right? But this one was, like, oh, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible at that one. And um, and I've just been supporting them ever since, you know, yeah. happy for their success. Yeah. It, it is a, a bit of a, a storyline there. Like, I remember, you know, Ranger Up was a competitor of ours a long, yeah. long time ago. And, you know, I remember the days of, uh, you know, slugging out with uh, Palmashano, Tamamenta. Yeah. Uh, that, Jack Mandeville was on the team. At oh the yeah, time, Jack was over there. Right, and uh, that was those are some really fond memories. Like this, the fun days of slugging out when in, in competition of market share, and you know, uh, <laughs> this is, you know, I got to share some of those moments with Tom when he came down here for your opening, and you know, it was like reliving some really, really fun, t- exciting times when. You know, uh, you know, you can remember like when you're you're on the you're on the upside of your business growing, right? And all those incredible moments and in time that just seemed like uh, uh, like it's the biggest party in the world. I, I don't even know what to even uh, associate that experience and, and that memory and emotion with. Uh, but having that that time to spend with Tom and and really relive a lot of those yeah. memories was it was so awesome. And, and it's good to you know like when we think about. You know, in the veteran space, right? It's business at, at the same time that we, you know. But you, the thing that I've always looked at it at Grunstall and, and the, uh, some of the partners here has been, you know, we're all we're all separate platoons, right? Yeah. In, in this in this space, and we're all competing for the best PT score, and uh, it's fun. It's been fun to see, you know, the the back and forth, the jockeying, and the the horse racing of of brands as as they're all coming through and growing. Um, you know, I, I really think that like Grunstyle and Black Rifle Coffee Company has been, you know, two of the leaders that have created opportunities for businesses, um, and, and really showing, Hey, it is possible. Like an idea is all you really need and you can figure out the rest. And, you know, I think you're doing that with your, you know, the business showers and, and really encouraging a lot of these people to say, Hey, you know, you have an idea and it's a, it's a viable potential product. Here's. You know, and we believe you. And here's twenty thousand dollars. Go after it. Get after it, and see what that that really can do for you. Um, we need more of that. We need more of it, no doubt. I I'm pretty good at inspiring people, and I like to inspire people. But I inspire people to motivate themselves. Yeah. You know, people will say, "Jason, motivate me." I'm like, I can't. I'm not even going to try because I'm not going to be there for you twenty four seven. 
I can't get you out of bed in the morning. I can't get your ass to the gym. I can't write your business plan for it. I can't do these things. Only you can, but I can inspire you to do it. And one of the things that people look at is, like you said, grunt style, black rifle coffee. These guys did it. They showed us the way. They blazed the trail. We can do it too. Yeah. And that's powerful. And especially when you come back and you say, all right, yeah, you can do it. And oh, by the way, here's some help, some assistance. Mm-hmm. So you can achieve the success that we've had. Yeah. That's where it's at. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the money shop, my friends. Um, and the power of networking, right? You know, yeah. That is, you know, uh, that is, you know, the, people say it all the time and we glaze over it by can yeah, networking. I hear it all the time. It's just one more thing I have to go and talk to people. You know, if you're not going to those things and you're not, you know, uh, participating in every networking opportunity that you have in front of you, you could potentially be missing some great opportunity. Know. You never know. You know, you can go to a million, uh, let's just say realistically, you can see 10 events and nothing happens, but you get some business cards, something down the road that you don't expect could happen yeah. for you. Or, you know, I could ask, honestly, 10 billionaires, which I've done for money, and they all can say no. Yeah. And you're like, you guys are billionaires. Come on. This is like giving me a quarter, you know, for a normal, normal person. But then you go to that one event where one of those guys says, yeah, I love what you're doing. Here's $100,000, which has happened yeah. to me. Like yeah. a five-minute conversation with somebody who's donated that much. You, know, you just never know. That's right. Bring bring your A game wherever you're going because you never know what is going to happen. Um, so, Jason, coming up on the end of this program, mm. what are some things that you want the people out there to know about your organization and the things that you're doing? Well, this has gone by fast. Yeah, it's a lot it of fun. Let's go. <laughs> uh, listen, so Warrior Rising, you can find us about all about Warrior Rising at warriorrising.org. You know, you can go on the uh, the App Store, Android, iOS, iPhone, everything. Uh, download uh, Warrior Rising app, and you'll find the Warrior Academy in that app. Uh, next thing is, um, you know, we have a number of events all throughout the country. This year, we have three big events left. Our next event is going to be in Washington, D.C. at the um, Military Women's Memorial on Wednesday, September 20th. That's our next business shower. It's a business shower specifically intended for, for women and minority veterans. Damon John from Shark Tank is going to be our keynote. Uh, we'll be in Salt Lake City on Veterans Day Saturday, November 11th. It's going to be our biggest event of the year. It's going to be a blast. I have uh, David Goggins as our keynote for that one. Steve Young, the quarterback, will be there. And then uh, Green Beret, Nick Lavery, who's the machine. The guy's a legend. He's amazing. He'll be there as well to speak. Um, and then we'll be at Army-Navy in Boston on December 9th. And uh, we'll, we'll um, do a big fundraiser there as well. Next year, uh, we're looking at Iowa. Palm Springs, uh, Washington, D.C., Salt Lake City, uh, and then Michigan for our, our big uh, event locations. Yeah. Now, uh, Total Archer Challenge is uh, a relationship that you guys have just um, it was sparked up. Um, share, share with us that relationship. I think that's one another great organization that does incredible things for veterans. And, oh, there. Yeah, I want to make sure you shine on that for a moment. Sean and Tyrell, thank you guys so much at Total Archer Challenge for all the support you've given us. So, uh, they've selected Warrior Rising as their nonprofit of choice to handle all of the fundraising and after-party uh, activities. So there's 10 events a year all throughout the country. It culminates in Utah near Park City. This year it was in solitude. And so archers get in groups. They go climb these mountains, and it's sort of like a golf scramble. They shoot at 3D targets, and they record their scores and have a great time, and then they come back down the mountain. There's a, you know, a sort of a tent city all uh, from veteran companies and, and archery companies and things you can buy. And 
we have the dinner and raffle at the end of each day. And buy a raffle ticket, you get a tumbler, you can drink all you want, and um, you know, we do a big auction and have a speaker and everything. And and it's just fantastic. So we uh, we had all of that. We raised close to $400,000 through the Total Archery Challenge this year. You know, it was just fantastic. Can't thank them enough for all their support for veterans. And, and then we just take that money and we essentially use it to help vets. So we're about 85% of every dollar raised that goes back to the vet. We're very proud of that. It's very hard to do administrative costs and fundraising costs and different things that, that add up. And you're like, man, this is hard to, hard to accomplish. But that's, um, that's our goal. And that's what we, we got really, I think we we're 82.5% last year. So we're, we're right there. Uh, and we want to continue doing that. That's great. That's great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, you've heard it from the man himself. You know, I'm quite honored to sit next to him. And you know, I want to have you back again because Hell I yeah, think man. there's a lot more to talk about, um, you know, from your ability to take your learnings from, uh, you know, a Greenberry officer and, and apply that into the leadership and mentorship uh, that goes beyond just the things that we're doing or that you're doing with the Warrior Rising. Uh, there's, there's more that I want to talk about there, and I'd love to have you back and share that with our friends and everybody listening. But for all of you out there that are really interested in starting your own business or getting out there and going after yourself, um, here's the pipeline. This is a way for you to you know, bring those ideas to life, show the uh, you know, others, do you, is your product, is your idea strong enough? Mm-hmm. Is it worth $20,000? Is it worth a, a, a portfolio of resources that you're going to be able to earn from the warrior rising program it could be and maybe it's not and maybe it's the just that type of uh scrutiny that you need to go through to sharpen your blade uh if you will to come with uh back with a stronger product um you know there's a incredible you've heard it through all the things they're doing with the warrior academy the bet to ceo the business showers you know this is an organization that is putting veteran entrepreneurs front and center and allowing them an opportunity to be everything that they can actualize themselves to be. So I am proud to you know, be partnered with you from the Grunt Style Foundation and, and through the Grunt Style organization itself. Um, the things you're doing for our community is top-notch, and we're creating an opportunity for our community to, to continue to thrive beyond military service, and that is something worth celebrating, ladies and gentlemen. So till next time, that's another episode of American Grit with Jason Fake Cap and Warrior Rising. Check them out, and we'll see you again very soon. Till next time, be kind to one another. Wash those stinking hands. I'll see you soon.